What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you real quick here with a message that resonates with me uh, to my core, and I think it will resonate with many of you. It's just a story uh, that I'm going to share with you here, uh, but I want to touch on something this morning. I, uh, I had the chance today to work uh, a corporate fitness event with a bunch of you know, top-tier people, one of the biggest organizations here in America. These are kind of their high-end people. We got to take them through, you know, a fitness kind of health event this morning, very, you know, type A, very focused, very driven. These guys crushed it. It was actually amazing uh, in terms of a, a corporate fitness event, what I got to see and run through with these guys. And they all generally seem, you know, happy, motivated, kind of driven with what they're doing with their careers and their lives. Now, Obviously, I only have a snapshot of that, so I, I can't make a full judgment on somebody from just seeing them for, you know, 90 minutes. And I think I'll say this to many of you. I don't think a lot of you actually know if your friends and family are truly happy with what they're doing unless they're being completely transparent with you. And oftentimes, it's when we're super close to people, we're not transparent with them because either we feel like we're in competition with them, uh, we don't want to let them know we're struggling or we're not happy because we maybe perceive it as a sign of weakness or complaining or whatever it is. And so I'm lucky enough in this life, in this career, over the past you know 10 plus years now, to be this kind of like random intermediate kind of island where people feel they can share their life story with me because I'm not, I'm close to their circle, but I'm not so close to where they feel it's uncomfortable and I'm not going to, you know, judge them for it. I'm kind of like this neutral third party, which has given me a unique perspective on life in the world and I'm very blessed and that's why I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm speaking from stories I've heard over the past decade from people who have maybe given up on things. They have maybe been scared to try something, scared to take a leap, scared to jump, scared to actually uncover what their gifts are, or scared to try something because fear of a failure, fear of embarrassment, or more often than not, the crazy thing is fear of changing their lifestyle because they've reached a certain quote-unquote status of what they would define as success or perceived financial success to where they drive a certain kind of car, they live in a certain kind of house, they eat at certain kind of restaurants, they wear certain kind of clothes, and they've bought themselves into a lifestyle that they thought would enrich their lives and buy them happiness. But what it actually did was it imprisoned them. And now they feel like they're almost trapped by it, whether they realize it or not. So the walls they built up to you know elevate them actually imprison them, which is kind of the sad thing. And, and the, what I'll tell you guys is this, and I've, I've been able to work with people who are young to old to rich to poor and everything in between. And one of the saddest things you can see and hear in people's voice is the regret of them not trying something, of them not taking a chance, not taking a leap when they could have, not going all in and, and, and be willing to lose, you know, the stuff, you know, be willing to lose the range, be willing to lose, you know, the super expensive house, or maybe, you know, instead of driving a G Wagon, they drive a fucking Camry. Instead of living in a 45, you know, you know, 100 square foot house, they live in a 1700 square foot house. You know, like there's certain things they weren't willing to give up to get a ROI of happiness, of fulfillment, of, you know, self-worth because they valued the stuff and the lashback and the thoughts of other people. So basically, they started to live a life that they never really intended on living and then they just kind of played it out. And I don't care if you guys are listening to this and you're 22, 32, 42, 72, you still have time to go out and crush it. And that brings me to the point of today's podcast is I wanted to share with you a quote from I Believe in You that I read many years ago and it always stuck with me. And I kind of live my life by this. If you guys can't tell by now, um, I'm not a huge, you know, 
money guy. I don't care about the fucking stuff. Uh, even though like I like nice things just like all you guys do. I like staying in nice places, driving nice cars, living in nice houses. But I'm not going to do it unless I can truly afford it, which means pay cash for it. And I'm not going to do it at the expense of something else. And I'll get to that in a second. But the quote I want to share from you from I Believe in You goes like this. And I quote, an elderly man in the final days of his life is lying in bed alone. He awakens to see a large group of people clustered around his bed. Their faces are loving, but sad. Confused, the old man smiles weakly and whispers, You must be my childhood friends. Come to say goodbye. I'm so grateful. Moving closer, the tallest figure gently grasps the old man's hand and replies, Yes, we are the best and oldest friends, but long ago you abandoned us. We are the unfulfilled promises of your youth. We are the unrealized hopes, dreams, and plans that once felt deeply in your heart, but you never pursued. We are the unique talents that you never refined, the special gifts that you never discovered. Old friend, we have not come to comfort you, but to die with you. End quote. And I share that with you guys for the very preface of this. Knowing myself and knowing my personality and who I am and how I operate and what I do, this is not to tell you to, to not go out and make money and do stuff and be financially successful because I'm all for that. We live in an economic world. I'm not naive enough to think that. I run a business. We run multiple businesses and they have to be profitable. As awesome as giving and as, as badass as we want to be to do all this cool free shit with videos and podcasts and emails and ebooks and all the stuff we pump out, it has to make dollars and none of this could exist. But on that same note, what I know for myself is this. If I had made two or three different financial decisions in my life. If I had chose to, you know, drive a Range Rover, for example, 10 years ago when I could have afforded it. If I chose to buy a house three times the size of the one I live in now, which I could have done multiple times over, and, you know, leveraged, you know, all the money I could, financed it, you know, to the kilt, and just kept having to generate money and sell stuff, I know for a fact I wouldn't sleep as easy as night. I wouldn't be as restful. I would have way more stress. I'd have way more anxiety. I would not be this thoughtful. I would not be this motivated. I would not be this inspired. And if I was motivated at all, it'd be to pay fucking bills and not be homeless and go backwards. I wouldn't be motivated by the right things. I wouldn't truly be driven. I wouldn't feel like it was my calling and my passion to do things and to give back and to reply to every one of your messages and to say the things I say and think the way I think. The point I'm driving at is it's a the way I've lived my life was to truly, you know, discover what my dreams were, to truly like utilize what my natural talents were, to truly like find what my gifts are and discover those things along the way. You're going to have some fuck ups. You're going to take some losses, but I wasn't bogged down by the stress of stuff and status and material shit, which I think a lot of people, it clouds their creativity. It clouds their inspiration and it clouds the person that they can truly be. And when you reach a certain level, if you want to buy all that stuff and have it, that's fine. But you guys, what I would urge you to do is just to be patient. Find out who you are first. Find out what lights you up and makes you happy. And if you think it's stuff, then go that route. I'm all for it. But what I can tell you is this. What does success look like to me? It's waking up every day happy as shit. Not feeling stressed. 
not having anxiety, not hating what you do, feeling genuinely just jacked the fuck up to just crush the world, feeling like you don't have enough hours in the day to do all the amazing shit that I want to get done. That's really how I feel, you guys. People are like, why do you wake up at 3.50 every day? Two reasons. One, I'm not that smart and geniuses wake up at nine. So if I wake up at 3.50, shit, I got a five, six hour head start on them. So at least I can catch up and make up the difference. And two, I'm generally excited to wake up and do all the awesome stuff I have to do. Now, Every day I'm not. There's some days where I wake up and I'm like, man, I don't want to do these four things today, but there's 15 other things I do want to do. And that's what pulls me out of bed. That's what wakes me up. That's what makes me work every single day. And it's had maybe not skip a day of work in over 10 years. For the last 10 years, you guys, there's been something I've done every single day to move this business, to move this brand, to move myself personally forward, to make me a better person. And I would not have those same goals, I would not have that same motivation. I would not be that inspired and driven if I had 14 other stresses dragging me down. And if I can give you guys anything, it'd be this. Find out who you really are. Find out what your natural talents really are. Refine them. Find out what the gifts you are in your life. Really realize what your hopes and dreams are. The things that you know you feel deep down in your gut that you probably loved to do when you were 12, 14, 22, 32, 40, but you gave up on for just money or just obligations. And again, this isn't a quitting your job thing, but it's you not reaching a point in your life where you feel like you don't have time, you don't have a chance, and you're filled with regret wishing, man, you know what, I wish I would have took that chance. I wish I would have done that. You know what, if I would have done that for my life, I would have been way fucking happier. Yeah, I would have lived in a smaller house or drove a shittier car, but man, the quality of my life would have been a thousand times better. And to me, at the end of it all, you guys, what is this really about? If we can't have fun and do a lot of really cool stuff, what are we really doing here? Because we can't take the stuff with us, no matter how much we acquire or no matter what it is. And on your gravestone, you guys, like in between the dash, that's what we talk about. Like, what is in between that dash? I can promise you it's not about the car. It's not about the house. It's not about the kind of belt you wore or the purse you had or the shoes. It's about the way you lived your life. It's about the people you touched. And it's about how much fucking fun you had on the journey along the way. And to me, that's the game, you guys. So take that for what it's worth. It's just my quick Tuesday night rant. It's just something that was on my mind. I read that quote probably, I would say, probably almost 10 years ago at this point from a book I stumbled upon. And uh, it always kind of stuck with me because I never want, I don't want to reach the end of my life, whether that's today or, you know, 62 years from now and, uh, and feel like I didn't reach my full potential. I'll always want, you know, my ambitions to far exceed my talents in everything I do. And, uh, I think I'm, I'm on my way, but I feel like I'm just getting started. And hopefully you guys feel that same motivated and jacked up in, in your mission and what you're pursuing to do. And if not, stop right now. Take some time. Reverse engineer the stuff you love doing, the things you would probably do for free. And see if uh, you know maybe your side hustle or your hobby can turn into a job or a career or a passion or at least nothing else. Uh, do something every single day that you love. That would be my two cents. So anything else you guys want to hear in the podcast, hit me up, let me know, shoot me a DM. I'm happy to record it. A lot of the stuff people have asked for already, uh, it's probably done here. I have almost 90 full episodes of me rambling on as well as the guests. And uh, if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop us a five-star. Leave a comment. I would love to see it and hear it. That's that stuff selfishly lights me up. I love uh, reading what you guys say, and I love just seeing the numbers kind of stack up. And uh, if nothing else, share this with a friend, a family member, somebody you know uh, could benefit from listening to this, uh, if they don't mind the swear words for sure. I think, uh, 
I think it can help him. And again, you guys, that is the number one gift you can give to me. Um, the personal messages are great, the DMs and stuff, you know, all the kind words. I appreciate it, uh, but I don't need it. I'm going to keep doing this stuff even if nobody listened, if nobody sent me a message. But if you guys share it with someone else, that's the game. Uh, spreading the message of, you know, we can all live a, a pretty kick-ass, amazing life, but we just focus on the things that matter to us and things that make us happy. And I know it seems overly simplistic, but oftentimes the simple stuff we get lost along the way in our journey in uh, quote-unquote life here. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love for your career and with people you enjoy because you guys know your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.